Hey everyone, welcome to the Three Balls Podcast. My name is Ryan Hawk, one of the three hosts for this podcast. We are three friends who love the game of basketball based out of Toronto. In this podcast, we talk everything basketball, from analytics to the players' lifestyles and the NBA. Have a listen and hope you enjoy. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to Three Balls Podcast. We have uh, myself as main, we got myself, Salvi. It's Ryan here. What's up? What did it do? All right. This is our first ever take on a new podcast. We're very excited to have you guys as our audience. And uh, yeah, let's get started. Uh, I think we can start about talking about how we got into basketball. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's do it. That's good. Right, right. So, Salvi, do you want to start like how you got into basketball? All right. Let's start. Let's get get over with the introductions. Right. As I said, my name is Salvi. I'm one of the hosts of this Three Balls podcast that we started. Um, my love for basketball goes not as back as you would typically think. I um, actually started playing basketball well before I started watching basketball. And um, how it started is I was like in grade, uh, I played as a kid growing up, but uh, it really started playing when I was in grade seven. Yeah, grade seven. Um, I, was in, I was in middle school back uh, home, uh, back in my home country from Bangladesh. And there, Bangladesh the, represent, yo. <laughs> we're all brown boys here. We're all here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the coach, obviously being in, being all brown boys, we're not everyone's tall. Yeah. Um, um, I was one of the taller kids, actually one of the tallest kids in school. By the way, if you guys don't know, Salvi is actually six five. He no, just pretends to be six one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, no, I'm, I'm a very, very decent six three. Um, but on a good day, six four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a good day, six four. Uh, with shoes, maybe six five. Yeah, yeah. Do, just do NBA up, measurements. Just round it up. You know how brown guys do, man. Like we have to compensate for. Our, just round it up to seven feet. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it takes. He's a big guy. Board man. Yeah, yeah. Board man gets doesn't get paid yet. But, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so I was walking down the hall, and the coach of the our basketball team sees me, mm. and he's like, "Hey, you're uh, you do you play basketball?" And I was like, uh, "I mean, I do here and there, but not yeah. really." Right. He's like, "Oh, how about you come come down to practice?" I was like, "Practice for what?" He's like, "The basketball team." I was like, "Oh, cool. Okay, sure, yes. I'll try it out." So I go to go to tryouts uh, or practice, and uh, and you know he's teaching me all these things, and I slowly start learning how to play basketball. And I was like, "Cool, let's uh, I'll join the team and I'll play." So that's how I started playing. And at that time, obviously, since I was around, there's no one really watched NBA there, so right, I wasn't right. really uh, I didn't I never really watched. But NBA was there either. still like a lot of uh, teams that were playing basketball like in school? Oh yeah, or... I mean, it's been, yeah, there were so many teams. Like we used to have. Hardcore tournaments and there was like rivalries between schools. Like right, it used right. to get intense, very very intense, and th- that's where I, I really fell in love with the competition. Right. That's how I fell in love with it. Like competition for myself and mm-hmm. just like playing one on one with my like peers and like uh, you know trash talking and all that. I right. used to do it since grade seven. Um, so we started playing there, learned how to play, um, and then when I came to Canada, I was in Montreal, played in high school over there as well. Um, and even in Montreal, NBA wasn't as big at that time. Where I, I still don't think it is as big mm-hmm. as it is in Toronto. Oh, for sure. So even yeah. then, I didn't really watch it. Um, but I played in high school. I I was like a starting center uh, it, there. And did you used to like dominate guys or? Oh yeah, yeah. Because this like, was in, in Montreal. It was still grade nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Were you the biggest one in, in your team? I was, yeah, I was still the biggest one. Okay. And this was like grade nine kids. So I was still. I used to still play center. Right. And uh, I used to like dominate kids. I, I think I averaged like twenty five points a game. Oh wow! <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> no, actually, not that's, exaggerating. That's a, that's a dream, man. <laughs> <laughs> you and me. 
pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I had a better jump shot at that yeah, time. Like the old school AD, man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, so and then once we uh, moved, once I moved to Toronto in mm-hmm. 2011, mm-hmm. Um, I was in, uh, in the school I went to. That's when I kind of realized how big NBA is here and how much they love uh, basketball. Right. So, and then it was around the time uh, when the Miami Heat where a big deal the Heatles do D-Wade, LeBron, and right. Chris Bosh, Miami Heat. So that, that's when I started being intrigued, uh, you know, because everyone used to talk about it. Everyone used to be a LeBron fan in my um, in my class. Mm-hmm. So then I started watching it. And since everyone was a LeBron fan in my class, I was like, oh, shit, I got to be a hater. They're right, an anti-LeBron. Right, right. So I started okay. supporting whoever was, wasn't uh, wasn't LeBron. LeBron. Right. So like I started with Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. and then so I like Paul Pierce. And I like Paul Pierce, oh, Ray man. Allen. Those no, guys. Man. Oh, and then uh, eventually I landed on Kobe because he was right. like a killer at that right, time. Right, right. And then I fell in love with just watching Kobe play. Right. And that's how my love for watching the game grew because I used to watch Kobe play. I used to watch his highlights, and I, then I did a whole competition between Miami and then Spurs and right. Celtic and the Celtics and mm-hmm. Miami versus Thunder at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I started getting into basketball and right now like, uh, basketball is basically like my favorite hobby to right. play we play every monday right. um and uh we watch basketball right. every day at the games that have recently started uh we're a little, little bit late on the podcast even when uh, we all get together we always talk about basketball always. we always talk about always. we all yeah. play on the same team right. uh yeah. every year we have a tournament yeah. uh our team name it's a fun for fact. now fun fact fun fact our team name for now is the process uh not <laughs> really represent <laughs> we're, we're still we're still yeah we're still trust the process but we me as main ryan we all play in the same uh basketball team every year and uh, actually, that's how we got close. We can get into that in a yeah, little that's, bit. That's, how that's, how that's, we know each that's other. A different podcast. That's a different, a different podcast. podcast. Right, right, right. <laughs> we can talk about it later. But yeah, that's my story with yeah. basketball. How about you, Asmi? Well, yeah, for me, it goes back in when I was, I believe when I was seven years old. Um, when I came to Canada, uh, my parents uh, was integrated with all the Bengali communities, and and uh, from going to what we call Dawats, uh, essentially it's to get get together with uh, different Bengali groups. Um, all the all the people that were in those Dawats, they always watched basketball, right? So uh, so for me, it was like okay, you know, in order for me to relate with them, I gotta play basketball. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be able to like, you know, have like a commonality between all everyone, right? So, um, but I still didn't have like a massive interest in in, in playing the sport. Uh, I just would like to just watch it. And then uh, in middle school, uh, when I was, you know, getting along, getting along with friends, um, I, I decided that, you know, like, hey, everyone's everyone has like this common denominator where like they just play basketball. I want to also get involved with that. So. Uh, this is so weird, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So so I was like, you know what? Why not? Why not try it out? Um, I wanted to make more friends initially, and I didn't have that much friends growing up. So so I was like, hey, this is this is a, this is like an outlet for me. So um, one day I just decided to uh, pick up a basketball, and then I was just shooting around, and then this guy named trevor he was like this he was like trevor Reza? no no trevor <laughs> forgot forgot his last name but he was like the the epitome of like the best basketball player in in our in our grade so he saw me he's like hey man you, you got a nice shot like let's, let's play one-on-one and ever since then he, and he was like the popular kid in our, in our school right so if i get if i get on his side then i know like i can make more friends so at that at that in that moment i was like i had to like i had to impress him i had to show like what i can do even if I, if I, even if i'm like trash i always wanted to like prove myself at that time 
And then he started noticing, oh, like this guy, this kid is actually like not that bad, and I, he has a heart, and I'm gonna, I want to like you know have him in our in our in our after school you know games or whatever, right? So so ever since then, like I started like going to the after school games and and and, and just getting along with like more people, and and that's how my love for basketball started to like derive like from just like playing the sport, and then going to Dawats. That's where like every all the Bengali kids used to just talk about basketball and bat like every, every every all the topic from day one to day like you know when we used to get together it's always about basketball so uh, I want to be I wanted to relate to that so then I started watching the NBA and this was around like I'll say yeah like two thousand four or five ish very uh, early yeah yeah very very early, yeah at that time when VC was still VC uh, LeBron was still LeBron. And it started being LeBron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I, and then, and then. Long story short, I mean, uh, I don't want to drag this further, but uh, everybody was a Kobe fan, so it was a similar situation as you at that time. Everybody was a Kobe, uh, was a Kobe fan because that's when Shaq left, and yeah. and Kobe was like the dominant player. He was scoring like 40, 50 points like a night, like back to back to back, right? So um, everybody was a Kobe fan. So I was like, no, you know what? I'm gonna uh, like everybody. Everybody's like cheering for him. I'm like, no, I, I want to be someone different. So then I started watching uh, LeBron. So the first game that I watched was Le- Cavs versus Pistons, and that's when I fell in love, love, love with Le- Le- LeBron. Eastern I think he scored. I think he scored like thirty-two points and a couple of assists. Game seven, he's fine. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a playoff game. It was just a regular, regular season, season game. Yeah, it was a regular season game, and uh, and and I just like I'm, ever since then I've been a LeBron fan. Like so, it's it's as 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 a basketball fan, it's always hard for me to explain. Um, which team, like, who's your who's your favorite team, right? I'm just saying, I always say, like, it's wherever LeBron goes. It's Cavs, it's Miami, and it's Lakers. Um, so, wherever he at. Wherever he's at. And, and, yeah, so it, honestly, for me, it derived from, you know, wanting to make friends and wanting to, wanting to be able to relate to um, a different crowd and, and finding that passion from within. And now, I, you know, basketball is, like, my, my life if I have basketball in, an, in a constant way in my life I feel like I'm good um, and if I don't have it then then it's like my life's going down so it's a, it's, it's, a, it's like almost like a need you have to have that ball in is life. Ball yeah. is life ball is life hashtag ball is life so yeah um, that's that's my story yeah and then I'm gonna right. pass it on pass the torch to Ryan now <laughs> yeah yeah nice no it was good good both of you guys amazing uh, amazing uh, stories there how you got involved with ball and you know, as everyone knows, listening in, that you know we all kind of grew up together with ball. We met actually through basketball. A lot of us um, joined the same team. We've known I met both so of you through basketball. Yeah. Through basketball, yeah, exactly. So it's it's a community. No, I think I met you. No, no, it was it was it was during basketball because you guys were recruiting for the team, and you guys. I met you before that. I met you when I met Sol- Salmi. Yeah, I met you at when Salmi used to live with uh, like three of our roommates. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, yeah, back to yeah. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, ball brought us together, brought us closer than ever. It's a, a topic that we can always talk about. Uh, for me, it's kind of similar. You know, like I actually started watching the game back in around 04, 05. Um, and I was a huge fan of the Pistons, the bad, uh-huh. not the bad boy Pistons back in the eighties. I wasn't alive back yeah. then, but, yeah. but the good boy Pistons, the good boy Pistons, <laughs> but they, they, they are able to win games, win rings and not have a single star to their name. And I love that the teamwork, the ball movement, the way they played the game of ball. It just, it was so intriguing. It's like how you can bring a group of guys together who 
are just no one. There's no LeBrons. There's no Kobe's at the time who can yeah. drop like 60 points. You're a basketball purist. Purist. There's yeah. guys that average like 10, 15 a game, but our schooling kids, they just play yeah. hard defense, shoot the ball. You're talking well. about the Rip Hamilton days, right? Chauncey Billups, Chauncey Rip Bell. Hamilton, yeah. Tayshaun Prince, yeah. Rashid, and Big Ben. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah, I fell in love with the Pistons, and then I kept watching the game. And after that, actually, in 05, around 05 to 06, the playoffs, I started watching this guy that came in, this fresh in the league, D. Wade, this new guy. I'm like, who is this guy? Who is this random guy playing, right? And comes in, dominates my Pistons, makes them look like complete crap, <laughs> and goes on to win the title in his second year, or third year, sorry. And I'm sitting there like in awe. I'm like, this guy's amazing. That's on top of the world. Um, and at that moment, he became my favorite player, right? He was getting comparisons to like Jordan, to the Kobe's, to the, the greatest players of all time. This guy that came in at 24 years in the league out of three years out of college wasn't projected as one of the best players. Yeah. A lot of teams slept on him <clears throat> thinking, okay, he's a little older. He's, you know, injury prone, all these factors. So, so then after that, I started playing the game. I actually started watching first and then I got involved with playing and um, I was born in Winnipeg, Manitoba. So I had a friend of mine, there was one friend that played basketball um, and he was really good. <laughs> so he showed me the game. I started playing and then I moved from Winnipeg out to Hamilton. And then I was like, okay, maybe I can, you know, uh, carry this thing over, play some more, kind of, you know, show the kids how good I am. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started playing and I had a group of friends that would play, uh, you know, Salvi as as well, like play with them all the time. As me, him and I go way back. We used to play back in the days. Yeah, you know, Temple Maiden. Be really competitive as well, you know. And they were like four feet tall. Yeah. Four feet tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Winning a pickup game, it mattered. It was yeah. huge. Um, so, yeah. I remember those me, days when we were in YMCA's. YMCA, yeah. There for hours. After school, we used to go there. eight yeah. hours a day just yeah. going, playing basketball, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I, I got involved and then... You know, I went and I remember I tried out for the team around grade seven and everyone's like, yeah, you're going to make it, you're sick. You're sick. And then I got cut the first try. I was like, oh. wait, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I talked to the coach and he's like, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Trust me. And then he's like, but not this year. Trust me. So I went and I was furious, right? I was like, okay, you know what? So I played all summer nonstop, literally like more than going to class, more than my own homework. I would play basketball and... <laughs> Eventually became the star of the team the next year, played on for high school a little bit. So it was good. Um, but the main thing is the game actually kept, you know, it was like it's a sense of peacefulness and calmness when you get on the court with whoever you're playing with. You know, it's something you can just walk on with a the ball. There's a hoop there. You can just at any time of the day, weather permitting outside, but indoors if you can get a gym. Um, yeah, I just found it so peaceful. And, you know, just from when you shoot the ball, that sound that swish sound going in it's like so therapeutic and i thought hey this could be something i could do for a long time for the rest of my life um and i just fell in love with the game both watching and playing and you know the amount of uh, people it's brought me to closer towards and then uh the amount of opportunities it's brought to me as well and uh, you know, just learning about the game. It's, it's so intriguing as well, right? So, um, and where it's come today from where it was back in the early 2000s or early 90s, wherever it was, to now where it's at and how these players are progressing, it's 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 amazing. And, yeah. you know, I fell in love with that and I'm still in love with the game and every day I'm going to watch it. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. it's clearly we're, I mean, we all love yeah. love yeah. watching yeah. ball, playing ball, exactly. and that's the reason we decided to start this podcast. Exactly. Right? exactly. Because uh, in our free times, whenever we get together, we're always talking basketball, mm-hmm. and we're like, hey. You know, we talk basketball so much, sometimes hours on end. Right. Why not just start recording and it? we have really good debates as well. We have 100%. very interesting debates. We have yeah. a lot of talks. Yeah. And sometimes we predict stuff that comes true and we're like, hey, we're actually smart. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll start recording this and see what other people think. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's 100%. what this podcast is for, right? A conversation, yeah. you know, everyone yeah. expressing their opinion. So, yeah, I think we should jump right in. What do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Before we jump into what's going on currently, one last thing just to get uh, everyone to know us a little better. I want to ask, uh, obviously, we touched on it a little bit too. Yeah. Who's your favorite player and why? Right now, all-time favorite player and why? All-time favorite? Oh, that's easy. That's LeBron. Um, yeah. And why? Uh, because LeBron, when I started watching LeBron is when I got into basketball, when I, when I fell in love with basketball. Um, LeBron's a all-rounder player. And the way I look at life is... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I gotta be closer to the mic. <laughs> uh, the way I look at life, I feel like if you want to be a great hum- human being, great individual, you have to be all rounder in all aspects of life. And when I look at his game, it immaculates my um, outlook on life. And he's not just a he's not just a scorer. He's a he's a rebounder. He's a assist. He's, a, he's you know he does he does everything. He does all the all the categories above. So from that, when I saw that from like an earlier standpoint, I was like, this player is very different from the rest of the other players. So that's why I'm gonna follow him, and and, and he has never disappointed me as a, as a fan and as a as a even as a role model like what he does outside of the courts, right? Yeah, so for sure. that's why LeBron is for me. Yeah. Nice. I think if LeBron has a debate of being the greatest of all time or Michael Jordan, it would be his impact off the court as well. Oh, 100%. In my opinion. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah we can get on. into that topic later. Yeah, yeah, later. some other time. That's like a, a whole like episode, a whole episode yeah. for the discussion. Um, yeah. yeah, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, for myself, it's it's been D-Wade. It'll still be D-Wade. He just retired, so it's, it's not like yeah. he's still fresh out of the league. Yeah. But I don't know. I can't say currently who's playing. But um, for me, D-Wade, like he, you know, he's a selfless leader, first of all. He always puts, you know, his teammates, everything above himself even. And even the way he plays, like back in the day, you heard the saying, you know, fall down seven times, get up eight. Um, his first kind of shoe line back in the day when he first started at the league, it just shows the type of person he is. He'll give up his whole body and do everything to win and for the sake of everyone else. And I think that's true leadership. And to see, like, what he's done very early in his career and how he carried it over... Um, he's been through trial tribulations and so many struggles, but you know he's still kept a very positive mindset. He's been through so much injuries, but he still fought through them. Played a couple more years in the league, so I think these things, you know, what really drew me into D Wade, and obviously his playing style, his extreme athleticism, uh, the way like there was a couple of seasons where just every game you'd see a highlight coming from D Wade, right? Whether it's a dunk, a block, a steal, he wasn't the greatest shooter. So you wouldn't see too much of that. But, but he was more like a, a cutter, yeah. cut, slasher. A slasher, yeah. But you'd see, you know, a, moves, one of finishers. the best guards in the history of the NBA yeah. to block. Right? Oh, yeah. So easily you can say that some of his blocks and some of his steals that he's had, amazing. Um, and how he can join almost any player, you name it, LeBron, Shaq, Chris Bosh, any star player can come and play with him and instantly still be as good, if not better, than they were, right? And I feel like that takes a lot of 
skill, but it takes a lot of, uh, you have to drop your big egos, right? Especially at that, a lot of sacrifice, right? Uh, And for that, he's been my favorite player. And he's been an all-star. He's been performing for his whole career. And he's been winning. That's a big thing, right? He's a winner. He's been a winner. Now that that D-Wade's done, uh, who would you say you're looking at now as a a blade? Who's the next guy for you? See, that's tough. That's tough. Like, if I, you had to choose, if I had to put you like, in a hot seat right now, who would you say you're looking, you're, you, you're intrigued by his play, his style? So when you say that, do you mean someone who's a little younger, who's up and coming? Or do you it mean currently playing? It could be anyone. It, it could be anyone. It could be up, so, up and coming or someone that you've always kind of overshadowed so, uh, in the past with D-Wade. So like <clears throat> with D-Wade, obviously, like I really appreciate LeBron. Right? He's always been my kind of number two guy because... Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly, right? Like uh, the, the two players alone, like in Miami, what they did was amazing, spectacular. Mm. So LeBron has always been my number two. Well, once, once he joined Miami, of course. Prior to that, I would say I like the Kobe uh, era. It's pretty dominant, but... But if you were to look at now, like as of right 20, now, 2019, right now, 2020 season. So I've been really intrigued by the Kawhi. With his okay. performance, Steph, Kawhi, Kawhi and, and LeBron would definitely be up there for my... If I had to just pick one. But one. You're going to pick one. I would have to say... <laughs> I'm putting him in a hot seat. I would, I would have to say LeBron. I would have LeBron, to say okay. LeBron okay. over the rest. King um, James. Because of his okay. impact, because yeah. of the way uh, he carries a team, the way he brings stars towards him, and he does everything, basically. Yeah. Uh, and he wins games, right? And titles for sure. Yeah. Despite his finals record, whatever, mm-hmm. these jokes aside, everything, he still wins. He got to the right? finals, like, what, nine times? Nine, nine, nine straight times. years, man. Nine straight years. Right? And he's carrying some teams that are, you look at them and say, how did this team make it to the finals, right? Right. Um, and his accolades, nonstop. Yeah. Right? And he can be compared to probably Jordan in terms of the greatness level. He's up there, I would say. With the well, I mean, he's the only one who has, who's in the debate right now. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. Currently, he's sure playing. So I would, yeah. I would say LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's awesome. What about uh, you, Salvi? Yeah, so for me, um, my favorite, I, I know I talked about Kobe, but he used to be my favorite player before. But man, since Steph Curry came onto the scene, yeah. he has absolutely been my favorite player. Yeah. And I'm going through a little bit of depression right now because of the news that dropped yesterday. Oh, man, I yeah. broke my heart, man. Oh, Steph Curry fractured his uh, left wrist. Ooh. So he's probably out for months. Yeah, and but I, th- I think he'll be back. I think he'll, he'll, he'll be, be back. I mean, it might a, be it might be a good thing for him. Maybe just take the rest of the year off because right. Golden State doesn't look like they were going anywhere. Yeah, no. they were gonna they were getting trashed on. Sure. But yeah, uh, my favorite player, Steph Curry. Why? Uh, since I think uh, I basically uh, I, I've been a fan of, of Steph Curry since the 2013 season when uh, I think yeah. they were facing the Clippers in the second round mm-hmm. uh, and he took them seven games. I don't remember if it was 2013 or the 2014 season, but this was before his MVP season. So I've already been I was already a fan of Steph since then. Yeah, and then his MVP season started, and then he faced LeBron. Uh, they won the finals, and then my like my fandom for Steph grew. My admiration for Steph grew. But then when it really kicked off was 2015, 2016, yeah. when he was just on fire. Yeah. And just the pure excitement of watching him play that year. Just pulling up from 40 feet, um, the game winning against OKC, uh, regularly draining half-court shots at the end of the shot clock. Um, the series against OKC anyone he was playing people forget how amazing he was that year and uh, to this day if you look at statistically that's like the best offensive year by anyone ever 
Um, and that was like the greatest of all time offensive performance by someone, basically. But that's the year when I really started loving Steph, right? And then, yeah. Yeah, and then after that, the way he uh, included KD in the team, and uh, similar to you, how you like D Wade because of his unselfishness. Yeah. Uh, I think Steph is like a part of that D Wade crew, like a yeah. super, like the unselfish superstar yeah. who doesn't have any ego, who's like an amazing teammate. And how I think that hurt his legacy as well, in the, in, in the sense that in terms of his personal accolades. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, not not his character. Character, obviously, character yeah, I mean, he, I think he increased. Yeah, but I think in terms of legacy, and it, 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 it did it hurt it a little. It hurt a little bit, just a little bit. Like and little and, little. and that's the re- and that's the reason. Like obviously, I love Steph for being unselfish, yeah. but that's why I don't like KD because he joined yeah. the team. He oh. took uh, he <laughs> yeah. took some of Steph's shine away. But yeah, just like uh, and it's uh, similar to LeBron, just like his off court persona, like yeah. how yeah. he's like an amazing guy. Everything mm-hmm. he does, uh, like him and his family, he never had any hiccups um, or anything like that, off court yeah. issues. And he's just an amazing role model to look up to. Yeah. Uh, the way he is, just the joy he brings to what he yeah. does every day, then the joy he brings to the team and this culture he set in the organization. So yeah, that would be my favorite player. No, absolutely, and I think since we all like LeBron in. in in a deeper way, right? I think one of the things I wanted to bring up about, about LeBron is if you look at someone from an 18-year-old, you know, standpoint, Definitely. the amount of pressure that he had from day one and how yeah, he was able yeah. to carry through that pressure and over-exceed their... Oh, he everyone's exceeded expect- expectations. Yeah, over-exceed yeah. expectations. Like, that is commendable respect. Like, there was no one that had as much hype as Hype him. as LeBron. And yeah. exceed that height. And exceed that height. Yeah. Like, that is unheard of. Yeah. Right? So And for, continue it for 16 plus right, years, right, right? right? Exactly. And um, and I think what really cemented LeBron's legacy was the 3-1 comeback. Oh, 100%. I know it was against Steph, so 100%. I hated him for it. But I feel that, like, that is no small feat. Yeah, I feel like that championship would be equivalent to multiple championships for like a KD. Like yep. If you were yeah. to, oh, yeah. to be with yeah. Golden State, yeah. just Katie's like, championships don't campers. count. <laughs> yeah, I know. It counts for Steph. That's what I. That's 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 my theory as well. Like, <laughs> counts honestly, for Steph, but not for Katie. That's exactly what I believe in. Uh man, yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a, that's a different topic, but. Yeah, so imagine if KD ever comes across our podcast and listens to this. He's got to tweet at us for sure. <laughs> That's the hope. Oh, That's the hope. We, we want KD, KD to this, please right? tweet at us. KD, come to our, come to our podcast. At Three Balls we'll love, Podcast. We'd love to have you as our guest. Yeah, he is doing a lot of interviews right now. Yeah, did you? Yeah, he's been going around doing a lot of he podcasts. He first take a lot. Yeah, I, yeah I, saw, I saw some clips. Yeah. I, I want to see that after, after we're done this podcast, but... But yeah, I think I, let's let's jump into Katie because since we're kind of it's kind of like leeway to towards Katie. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Katie? It doesn't matter who Ryan. How do you um, feel about Katie? As a, as a as a basketball player and as a as a you know basketball savant slash a person. So I think he's actually, um, you know, Katie is his actual. He's his own kryptonite to how great he actually could be. I feel like okay, and when I say that, I mean that. Um, Katie's the type of player, like, he knows the decision he made to go to Golden State. And he knows he joined a 73-9 team that just mm-hmm. lost one win away from a back-to-back championship. One possession away. One possession away, yeah. should I say. He knows what he did, right? But it seemed like he didn't really own up to his decision. And he became extremely defensive. Mm-hmm. And throughout the whole two years, sorry, three years that he was with Golden State, he continued to keep that villainous, uh, he wore that mask. Where, but I, th- I feel like the media did hype it up, but he also played into the media, right? He also played into the media and um, provided uh, them a leeway to deep 
go more deeper into his personal life or into his decision that he made and, you know, uh, enhance this villainous title that he carried. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like he, the way he plays, how he's a sharp shooting three point shooter, he's seven feet tall, as they say, can almost do anything on the court. Um, he could have followed LeBron's greatness to that point and just mm-hmm. play his game, win the titles without saying anything. And continue on and leave Golden State without any drama or hustle and bustle. And I feel like now what he's doing this season is because he's off, he has time, he's joining these podcasts or these um, joining on these TV shows or media shows to kind of defend himself and try to regain that, you know, the, the fan favorite title that he used to have. And I just feel like he's basically adding to the fuel to his fire. Um, making yeah. himself more, uh, I guess, adding more mental pressure on himself. Basically, what you're saying is he's a snake. I don't want to go, go there. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. definitely, okay, for someone as great as KD, mm-hmm. like, um, KD was, is one of the greatest scorers of all time. 100%. And if he, if he had, let's say, Kobe or Michael, Michael Jordan's personality, he could easily probably average 40 a game. Yeah. And he could easily be one of the greatest of all time. Right. right? But he doesn't. He's, he, and I, he just likes to play basketball the way he likes to play it. He doesn't right. uh, want to do all that, which is un- perfectly understandable. Uh, but, yeah, the fact that he joined a 73-9 and right. Golden State Warriors team. I know you have a vengeance against KD because, I, because your, your favorite player is Steph. My favorite player and, is Steph. And I, I do remember that year when he joined the Golden State Warriors. You were like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you can start, but we'll get it up. But, we'll but you, it up. You were, I remember you were so mad. I was. I, I, I was really were, mad because I knew the mad, moment but you're KD. You were also happy at the same time. I, I don't know if I was happy because I do think if KD is, <laughs> he wasn't happy. Was I do think if KD doesn't join Golden State, right. Golden State could what, still get back to the oh, finals 100%, 100%. again, and they could yeah. still take LeBron again, uh, take on LeBron again, and they could probably beat them again if they doesn't if they don't get uh, injured or Draymond yeah. doesn't get suspended. They so have a chance. Yeah, they definitely have. They have a chance, and again, Steph maybe wins another MVP. Who knows? But. Uh, I, I just think that KD coming to Golden State and Steph being how unselfish he is, he obviously made room for KD, right. and he let KD be the number one to his uh, Steph take kind of a backseat. Right. But if you look at how the war, how that team was run, it was Steph was always the engine, right. and that I think that also played a part in KD leaving this time because he he said as much. He's like, yeah, I'll never be Steph or Clay or Draymond right. in that city because right. they all the the fan base. Grew up with them. Yeah, right? I, I just joined with them. Yeah. So then, why did you go there? You knew this was going to happen. You knew this was Steph's team, yeah. and and it wasn't even like you were the savior for this team because this team was plenty successful before oh, you came exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It was already a well-established team. It was already a well-established team, yeah. and people are like, "Oh, okay, they needed KD to beat LeBron." I don't think right. so. I think right. they would have beat LeBron if Draymond doesn't get suspended. I know. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have a we'll have a debate about, we'll that, have a debate about that. I, I, that's uh, the reason I asked who's a favorite player yeah, is because to right, see right. the dynamic like your, yeah, your no, favorite player sure. is LeBron my yeah. favorite player is Steph we right, can right. go into a lot of no, debates no, exactly, about that exactly, yeah. Ryan can be the middleman yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but yeah that's my thoughts on KD I hope no, I hope right. he, he has a good recovery I hope he comes back fully right. healthy him and Kyrie will be uh, very exciting to watch together 100%. and I, I, I wish him like success going, going forward especially now that he's not uh, on the same team as Steph. Right. Uh, but, I mean, if people still consider him better than Steph mm-hmm. next year, uh, when Steph is back healthy with a loaded squad, right. we'll talk about it then. But, but uh, I love your enthusiasm topic. in yeah. this segment right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Katie, yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, uh, here's what I have uh, an issue with, with KD. Uh, 
as a competitor, as a basketball player, you want to be able to compete with others. You want to be able to uh, have power, but also at the same time, you want to be able to um, have a competitive edge yeah. with, uh, with other teams as well. As a competitor, as a competitive person, I don't think that's within... I don't think that there's a DNA within Katie that he ha- like that he has because of that reason, of the same reason why he he was literally 45 minutes away to beating a team and then going to the finals to face LeBron. He, yeah, he was up 3-1 against Golden he was, State. He was up 3-1 with the Thunder. I forgot to even mention three opportunities yeah, to win. He was 45 minutes away to close out a game. He had three chances. He, they were three up, chances. They were up 3-1. Mind you, in 2016, Thunder versus Golden State, they were Thunder was up 3-1. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Not only did he join a 73-1 yeah, team, yeah. he joined a team who he, he, beat him. He beat, him. beat him. Coming back from 3-1 down. That is my own... Like, prior to that, I had a tremendous amount of respect for KD. The way he played, the way he carried himself, the way he was, you know, he was even working out with LeBron in the summer, you know, getting his uh, knowledge and whatnot. Like, I respected all of that. However, when you do a decision like that, like a, a decision that like alters your your legacy, your the way people view you as a person, that's when I lost all my respect for him. And no matter wh- like what he does, even till this point, like I appreciate that he went into the Nets and didn't stay on with, with the, the Warriors. Warriors. I can appreciate that. However, it's just that decision just did it for me, right? Yeah. And on top of that. I feel I feel like when he went to the Warriors, he started having this wearing this veil like this this um, and I also can relate to that because LeBron had the same thing as well because he was the most hated person mm-hmm. when he went to the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. right? So I don't think LeBron had burner Twitter accounts. No, 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 not uh, no, no. Like LeBron, LeBron and Katie are two different human beings. Yeah. Like they don't like they, they, it's like a man versus boy. Like LeBron LeBron's can handle a, it. LeBron's a man and Katie's a boy. He's still yeah. learning, right? Yeah. So he, so, so for him, uh, when he, when he, uh, when ever since he joined the, the Warriors, he just started becoming this uh, very annoying person, like getting in, involved with other people's business, just talking a lot. And ever since he won that championship, I felt like he, his ego just blew up. Oh yeah, his ego blew up, and he started like you know calling out, calling out other people, and that's randoms. Yeah, randoms. He's for sure gonna call Random. us out if he exactly. gets to hear oh, this. Oh, I, I hope so, kid. You're know, we, gonna give us ratings, man. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so uh, because of those reasons, because he, he won that championship and the championship, I felt like it was a cheat code, essentially. And he felt like, oh, now, now I have arrived. Like, he had this persona about him, like, oh, I have arrived. Like, no, you haven't. You haven't done shit. Yeah. You, you joined, like, you put in other players with another MVP, they're going to have the same results as well. Oh, yeah. Like, you're nothing special. Right, so man, if, so, even if it was like Paul George joining that team, they would have won oh, the championship. Oh, 100 percent. It doesn't like, have to be Katie. Like, yeah, Katie didn't <laughs> have like Katie had an impact. I'm, don't yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong; he had a tremendous amount of an impact. But what I'm saying is the 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 the, the level, the weight that that championship had. I, I don't I don't think it was nearly as much as other championships. Like no, people, yeah, people, not as much people, weight. Yeah, exactly. There's no competition for right. that. Oh, yeah. Really, like, right. competition was gone. Right. On top of that, no, I mean, uh, okay, I mean, we're <laughs> obviously like talking a lot. Of, the, the reason we're saying these things about KD is because yeah. like of how great he is. Like, it's not like we're just hating no, no, no. on him. No, I'm just talking. Yeah, right? I'm, not, I'm just talking in the sense of how I feel about him as a as an individual. Yeah, 
as a, as an athlete, it's a totally different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He obviously is an assassin. He's a he's, he he's a bucket. He's a yeah, yeah. He, you give him a ball, he's gonna get you a bucket. Like that's what it, he's an assassin. Yeah, like, in game period. three of the finals, yeah. both finals, yeah, yeah. he pulls give him up and just like yeah. hits it on LeBron. No, hundred percent. There's no knock on his game. This year, like, he also seems, he, he also seems like a chill yeah. dude. I don't know if you guys watched uh, Serge Ibaka's. Uh, yeah, how hungry yeah. are so you? No, I, so I'm gonna get to that. I wanna yeah, get to yeah. that. So now. I feel like ever since he left the Warriors, I've actually started to like him a li- little bit more yeah. because I feel like now he's more real and authentic, yeah. and like he's not—he doesn't have this all these like different confusion in his brain and and trying to steer conversations into a different way. He's a lot more. He's chill. a lot more chill and yeah. he's more poised. And this is the kid I actually like. And and yeah. some of the interviews I'm seeing, some of the podcasts I'm seeing, he's just so real, and I feel like he's he's becoming more comfortable with his own skin. And I feel like, and I felt like when he went to the Warriors, he wasn't comfortable in his own skin. And you can you can almost tell who's comfortable in his own skin by the way they talk, the way they react to certain things, right? So, so I agree I'm with not, you. Yeah, yeah. I so I'm, like, I'm liking the the new Katie now. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I feel like even. I mean, this is not comparing to LeBron's decision, but if you look mm-hmm. at what LeBron did back in 2010, uh, he joined his friends in mm-hmm. Wade and Bosch, right? They created a super team, I understand. But the way Kevin Durant approached it, he just joined the next, the best team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't join, you know... He didn't create it. He didn't create it he joined through it. his personal relations right. and someone who he genuinely wanted to play for. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now, what he's doing, joining Kyrie, they're really close friends. He yeah. genuinely is happier now being off yeah. that. There's no stigma, no pressure that's, you know, a negativity that's around him that he joined and, the best team. Right. And I want to add something to that too. I think they're very, they have similar personalities, Kyrie and Katie. Yes. Because I feel... <laughs> they're both sensitive. Yeah, they're sensitive and they're very, uh, they're so, quote unquote, they're misunderstood. misunderstood. So people think that they're more deeper than they are and they also think, that, think of themselves as that. And I feel that those two combining together, it will be like a powerful force in terms of off the court. Mm-hmm. And on the court, they're very similar. Or maybe player. not. They'll just get under or each other's not. skin. maybe not. Uh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> we'll but have to find out next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll have, have to find out. out. But, I, but I think it'll be a good match for them, uh, off the court and on the court. Um, but yeah, non, uh, my only knock on KD is, is the decision he made to go to Golden State. Yeah. Outside of that, he's an amazing basketball player. He's great. He's an assassin. Yeah. Uh, I have respect for him in that regard. And I'm actually liking the KD, how he is, how he is now, how he's talking, how he's being yeah. real, and how he's like so comfortable in his own skin. So, yeah. I mean, um, hope he comes and, back. And, and yeah, it, I think it's also part of maturity as well, right? Yeah. Um, and I think uh, going, just going back to that a little bit as well. I, I'm trying to empathize with him on how why he made that that decision. I feel like at that point in his career, he spent I think seven or eight seasons with the OKC, OKC right? Yeah, so yeah. he was in a different timeline, and he yeah. knew like he knew the the playing field that he was competing against. Yeah. He was competing with LeBron. Okay, LeBron was in his prime at that at that at that moment. LeBron won a couple of championships with Miami Heat. He came back and he won with Cleveland, mm-hmm. right? It's gonna, his thing was, okay, if I stay with OKC, I'm, and, and even if I go to a different team, I'm not gonna be able to, it's not a guaranteed championship. I have to work hard and I don't have time to, I don't have that time and leverage to sort of do that. I'm just trying to empathize with him. Maybe that's what he thought. And he was like, I want quick ring, so I'm validated and then I can prove myself that I can win rings on my own. Maybe that was his thought process. What do you guys think? I'm, I'm just trying to empathize with him because I bashed him a lot in the past and I'm trying to 
you know, give him the benefit of the doubt of why he thought the way he thought. Because people don't understand why he did that. As a competitive person, as a competitive basketball player, like nobody would do that. MJ, LeBron, LeBron yeah, would never no. join the Celtics. LeBron would never join the Spurs. Like these are things like these are you don't you don't do. If somebody's been beating you so many times, Derrick Rose wouldn't even recruit LeBron to join his team at that time because D Rose was used to go against LeBron. Exactly, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's it's that competitive edge that you should have as a as an individual as an athlete, yeah. and the team that's keep repeatedly be, keep keep kept on beating you, you don't join that team. You don't join forces with that team. That's not that's exactly. Not, that's not how how it should be. So here's me going on a tangent. Yeah. Okay. And this is a totally different thought process than uh, what I know many people would think that KD went, joined the next greatest team. But a part of me says he joined to prove himself that he's capable of joining a team of this dominance and lead a team. Maybe not lead in terms of off-court or leadership standpoint, but from a basketball skill standpoint where he was able to join the most dominant team with Seth Curry, arguably the most dominant player at that time, take over and be the best player and win the finals MVP. Because he he kind of already, the the reason why I say no to that is because he's already proven that in OKC. Because the the leader, the actual vocal leader was actually Russell Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. And he was clearly the best player on the court when when they were playing together. So I don't know if the, he was trying to prove himself because I, I don't know if that would make sense to, for him to so, do that. That's my. That's I don't. My I don't opinion. think I don't it was. Know. I don't think it was to prove anything himself. that deep. Yeah. I think it was mainly just hey. Yeah, I want rings. I want rings. Yeah. Golden State. Yeah, I, mean, I think. Wins, I think it's black and white just the, like that. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'll have Steph, yeah. Clay, Draymond. Yeah. I'll be comfortable. I'll be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe him when he also says that hey, <laughs> I wanted to learn how to play basketball a new way. Exactly. Because yeah, Golden State obviously had like beautiful basketball. Right. And Katie was like, I want to join that. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, mm-hmm. later on, the, for year two and three in Golden State, he went yeah. back to playing ISO. Yeah. But the first year, he integrated beautifully, or tried yeah. to integrate beautifully with that team. He wanted to learn how, yeah. a new way of playing basketball. Yeah. And he also recently said, he's like, uh, I forgot, I think it was, it was again, with Serge Ibaka and how hungry mm-hmm. are you? He asked who's better, Russell Westbrook or Steph Curry. Right. And he said, Steph Curry, why? Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, uh, he said he's a, he's a better shooter, but I think it goes beyond that. It's just like how unselfish Steph oh, is, 100%. how confident, and how yeah. much he changes on the court. Right. Yeah. And makes his teammates better. Makes right. their teammates right. better. I think he really wanted that. Oh, he wanted to play with that. Right? But even having all those factors, I still don't understand how, yeah. especially given that they, they came back on you, 3-1. Yeah. It would be like if Steph joined LeBron <laughs> after, the, yeah. after the 2016 yeah. finals. Oh, exactly. Like, it like, just won't happen. You would never think about LeBron joining the Celtics because he had so many years of like pain and yeah exactly that year OKC Golden State yeah. rivalry was right. next level yeah 100%. it was uh, that year it was more intense than yeah. Cavs Golden State oh, 100%. rivalry could you imagine like Kobe joining the Trailblazers or Kobe joining uh, Celtics for example oh, right? like these are like these are your, your teams that kept on beating you for many many years right so I think I think over the past few years everyone has kind of tried to figure it out mm-hmm. why KD did what he did. Mm-hmm. And I think now KD doesn't even know why he did what he did, okay. which is why whenever someone asks him, he's mm-hmm. just like, I did it because I wanted to. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think yeah, and that it kind of goes back to him not being happy with the style of play OKC was playing yeah. because uh, Russell Westbrook is very ball-dominant, right? So when you're sharing, when you have two ball-dominant players, you're, you don't necessarily have fun playing the basketball because it doesn't feel like a team basketball, right? So... He had admiration for the Golden State Warriors prior to even joining because he saw how flawless it was. You know, there's yeah. always there's five of the rotating players was always getting the ball, 
right? That, that's beautiful basketball. Yep. And yep. and he did mention one of the press conferences. I actually watched that press conference. And he said, the reason why I want to join is because the flawless basketball they play. Yeah. It's, it's very selfless and it's, yeah. uh, it's you know, the ball's always moving, right? So, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, and I think now, I think he just wants a different challenge. I think he wants to go back to the OKC, OKC to style of playing, right? I mean, now yeah. it's different because now, as, yeah. a, as we talked about earlier, he knows that he's never going to be Steph. He's never yeah. going to be Draymond. No, exactly. Not in Golden State, not in yeah. San Francisco Bay, Oakland oh, area. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So he's like, you, you know, make I, your name yeah. like that, right? The no. way he came in. You he's an really outsider. Your... He felt like an outsider and he was an outsider. But man, he had, like, if you had to assess his career from day one till now, he always had an amazing point guard to play with. Think about that. Russell Westbrook, he Steph Russell Curry. Westbrook, he, he had, had James, James Harden. Harden, right? Yeah. He had James and now Harden. Kyrie. He has Kyrie. Like, like that is like, you, you're pretty much given like a silver, like a spoon. And LeBron's like, never had never, a good point. Yeah, he, he, he played with <laughs> Kyrie. No, no. Mario Chalmers. Well, Mario Chalmers, yeah. He played with uh, oh, Daniel. Oh, never mind. I forgot about Kyrie. Daniel. Okay. Kyrie, you can yeah. count him in. Uh, he's guard. not a point guard, but yeah, but still, like, he had a guard. He had a two guard. I mean, guard. until Cleveland, he never played yeah. with a good point guard. Dude, he had Daniel Gibson for or Mo Williams. Mo Williams. Mo Williams. Yeah, Daniel Those Gibson. Mo Williams. Days. Yeah. But also, like, I think KD's yeah. rationale, obviously the system, all of that, uh-huh. but playing black and white, uh-huh. he could not win with that OKC team yeah. and that. But again, they had the '73 Warriors down three-one. It. it and listen, they win one, that one one of those games. They could even take the Cavs in 2016. But there's so many teams that were down 3-1 and they lost. I'm saying 3-1 does not... They say in basketball, the hardest game is the closer game yeah. to do, to beat, right? KD realized at that point when he lost, he's like, I cannot win with this organization. With these pieces that they're giving me, I cannot win. I need better talent. Yeah, right? He could have also gone to Boston. He could Dude, have gone he, to If he went to the Spurs... Too. Spurs result because they beat yeah, the Spurs. Yeah. If you beat a team and you join them, that's different. So he but if a team beats you and you join them, that is oh, of course. That's, that's I, I, we can yeah. go on and debate about how many teams he could have gone to, right? right? We talked about Washington. We talked about New York joining Mellow at the time. We talk, There's so many teams he could have gone to. Of course, I don't agree with his decision to go to Golden State, but he took the easy route yeah. for sure. But yeah, he just exactly. could not win with that OKC team. So exactly. I feel like he would have Actually, left. Now that I think of it, I think maybe... One other rationale was in his head he never saw Golden State as the rival. He really just saw LeBron as his rival. That's that's exactly and what it was. He, anything in his, all that he had in his mind was I have to yeah. beat LeBron. He yeah. didn't think that oh, you know, Golden State. Everyone perceives Golden State but as you know my what's rival. What's funny? He never got that respect though. He never did. Even though Obviously he beat not. LeBron in the finals, he never He's got not, that respect. because no. LeBron's by himself. Yeah. Literally, that, that team you had the last yeah. those two years. No, it's, way. it's like five in twenty versus like one yeah. superstar. They, in exactly. in the finals of twenty eighteen, Steph yeah. could have easily been Finals MVP. Yeah. He had just as good of numbers. Yeah. And I actually think that Steph got robbed in that in, in that final man. Like I think both, so too. Both times, he had, both he had just times. one bad game, and both, then he got both robbed. Both times, man. I I truly felt like Steph deserved that. Not maybe not in the first one, the second one for sure. Like the third, the third, third, third. Third championship. Third championship. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, it made a good story, right? Yeah. KD comes in, yeah. wins finals MVP, takes yeah. it. But, but anyway. man, I'm so... Okay. Anyway, let's, let's divert, Enough into, about Kobe let's divert into our hometown. The, the Toronto, Toronto Raptors. The Raptors, man. That championship Woo. experience. Oh, man, I, I know. Just do. like, you know, just to... I just I still can't fathom that we won a championship. This is yeah. something... Oh, so, uh, okay, so we did not... During introductions, we did not mention this. We are all from Toronto. We're yes. doing this podcast based out of Toronto. Right. 
Uh, so everyone can imagine how the last season went for us. Yeah. It was ecstatic. It was ecstatic. History. It was euphoric. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, no matter how much I hate him right now, <laughs> you can't hate him. You can't you know, hate him. Man went. Man he went, went home. He left. He, went he was home. a true Toronto man. It's he okay. left. <laughs> he did his job and he left, man. Like, no. hey, you know, you but yeah, the last have... last year was unreal. Yeah. Um, we went to the parade, we did yeah. the whole shebang, and yeah. <laughs> went so through the shebang. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> went, through, went through everything. But yeah, yeah. So okay, let's start talking about that. How was your experience yeah, throughout the I last think, year? Man, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, growing up, I was always a LeBron fan, like I, like I said before. But uh, uh, by default, I had to support the Raptors because they're my hometown team. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Um, so no matter what I was watching, I was still following the Raptors. But growing up, you could never really be a, like a fan of the Raptors because they never had a star. They never landed a, even like an all-star that was like worthy of watching until, you know, Kyle Lowry and DeRozan. I think, I don't know, even at that time, Kyle Lowry wasn't an all-star, right? So you know, just to watch it from the sideline and what kind of things they went through to build this team, the sacrifices they've made, uh, the GMs they've changed, the you know, like the players they have they've altered to, you know, build this team last year and to be able to actually win it all in one year where no one, no one in their wildest dreams thought about Toronto Raptors winning the championship. Mm-hmm. Just that underdog feeling that we had as a city, as a as a team, that's what like that's what made the championships taste so much more sweeter. Because everybody doubted us. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody counted us in, right? And um, they made and, us all a fan. Yeah, they made yeah. us all a fan. And, and you know, like, I don't. And sometimes when I, you know, when people say like, "Oh, uh, the, half of these people that are in Toronto, they're such bandwagoners," I'm like, "What's wrong with that? That uh, you know, this thing is actually a good, the good thing for the sport. This is this thing is actually amazing for the for for Toronto Raptors. Exactly. You know, there, it's more eyes on on, on on the team and more more fan base, right? I, so I feel people, like uh, and people who never watched basketball before yeah. camping out in Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, like I mean, right? think about that energy that, that that that's you know that brought to our city and like even to our, our country. country. Country, right, a Toronto, country, country, not Canada city, yeah. was not a basketball country, right? Not, yeah. So the fact that yeah. bandwagoners were coming and yeah. embracing the team itself, yeah. not just for one city, not yeah. from one province, <clears throat> but yeah. from the whole country, right. it's huge. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, it was just an euphoric feeling. I, I just you have to, you know, before when I used to watch this championship parade because I used to, I do, used to watch it when, yeah. when teams won, and I wanted, I always wanted to. I always wanted to experience like what it would be like to be to see the players like right in front of you and just you know everyone's throwing champagne and just confetti everywhere, just that celebration, just being in the middle of that, it was so surreal. It was so euphoric. All, all, all three of oh, us yeah. went to the parade together. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. It, was we, it was crowded. It was crowded. amazing. It was, uh, I believe amazing. it was um, almost three million people in, almost. in one place. It, yeah. A couple yeah. of all square downtown yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and it was unreal. Because think about it, it's not just it's not a city. It's not a city championship. It's a country. Country. Uh, I heard country. people flew in. People, from, yeah, people I met people yeah. that yeah. came from yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. Here yeah. to just to that's West Coast. Yeah. A five-hour flight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is crazy. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of you know, shout out to you know, Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green. <laughs> I mean, like they they bought they brought that championship mentality. You know, they they instilled the championship mentality to those guys. And just beyond the championship. Uh, last year, I feel like Kawhi was just a me. Like he was just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> was, like, exactly. He, he didn't intend to be. Yeah. But you know what? What was amazing is, regardless of that, he still played his game. He still was focused in check, mm-hmm. and yeah, he sure. delivered. Yeah. That that was I the mean, most amazing. What I'm saying thing. is, last year was just the year of Kawhi. Yeah. From the memes, from the championship, yeah. from the way he played, yeah. from that shot against Philadelphia. Like 
anything you can yeah. think of, it was all quiet, which is why it hurt me that he left. Like, yeah, but yeah. you can't. You can't. I know, I know. Yeah, okay. Also, like, okay. obviously, Kawhi was a big help. I do think in the finals he was a little bit overrated, mm-hmm. but we can get into that in a little yeah. later. discussion. Yeah. 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 No, no. That, I mean, I, I see your point. As a fan, obviously, you want to keep him, but you know, honestly, at that moment, uh, I was a little hurt, but I, I didn't hold it against him. I was like, you know what? He did his job. He was hired to do one job, and he did it. And after that, if you want to go home, sure. Like it's yeah. peace and love. Yeah. So that's that's how I. That's you how definitely I can't deny what he brought to the yeah. city. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That yeah. Uh, that whole experience throughout yeah. the. I mean, during the regular season, obviously we had doubts if we we're gonna make it because there was still obviously Golden State with KD, Steph. Mm-hmm. No one ever thought they were gonna beat them. Yeah. Uh, and no one probably believed they were gonna beat them except maybe Kawhi Leonard in his head because yeah. he's a very. I, I can. I think he's a very very competitive dude oh, who believes yeah. in himself. He has yeah. utmost trust in himself. Yeah. Um. And so no one thought they were going to beat Golden State, but yeah. then you're going through the playoffs. They they lost the first game against yeah. Orlando. I was there live, and I was like, "Oh, here we go again." Yeah, the Raptors aren't going to make it. But yeah. then they win four straight, and then that yeah. Philadelphia series. Yeah. That was. I, I think that ge- so obviously the championship was amazing and whatnot, yeah. but I feel like the defining moment for the tro- like the history of like Toronto Raptors, Toronto Raptors was uh, the Philly game. Game, game seven. Game seven. Yeah. Yeah. The shot, man. The shot. The shot. Boing, boing, that, boing, that, boom. Ew, that was like one for the books, man. Like that. That's what like did it. That's when Raptors thought like, okay, we can win this. We have this guy and we can win this. Like, and he carried us to, throughout the I whole mean, Philadelphia did, course, series. He literally carried us. Of course. That's one. I mean, I, in the finals, Raptors played as a team. Yeah. But against Philadelphia, they really did not. It yeah. was just quiet. Yeah. Yeah, that that was the game of the century, man. Like that, like how dramatic it was, what it meant. He made and, Joel Embiid cry. Yeah, and think about the history for that game. Same game versus the same team. Vince Carter missing the shot from the same, oh, cor- yeah, not the same corner, not the same corner, the other corner. The other corner. Back in the day, yeah. right? Like that. Like there's so much history behind this yes. in, in that game. And the way it just fell down, the bounce, the bounce. You're thinking it could fall exactly. out at any there's, moment. There's and so it just much went uh, in. anticipation, right? Like, the fact like, that it was oh, Kawhi who did it too. Yeah, it was no oh, one else but him. And then yeah. over Embiid um, <coughs> on top of that, the fact that he shot it over their best player who right. was dominating us. Right. And just closed it out, yeah. sent him home crying, literally. <laughs> literally went crying. Yeah. Um, no, I kinda wanna steer it into a way where we could talk we could talk about Kawhi. Because he's I feel like when you watch him in interviews, it's really hard to even reporters, they always say it's hard to crack him. Yeah. He always gives like a very minimal response and you can't really ask some questions that may will make him talk more. So what kind of guy do you guys think that Kawhi actually is? Like outside of he's a fun guy. <laughs> he's always a fun guy. <laughs> but if we had to think a little bit deeper, right? Like like I feel like he's a very he's a mystery. He's I, a I don't think so. He's I a mystery. Don't. I feel like he's a very simple human being. I just yeah. feel like he's a guy that likes to hang out with his family. But he's very smart. Like he's, he's very smart because yeah. he doesn't get involved with the social mm. media aspect mm. of it. He knows he knows his worth. Right. And he knows that he has his family to support him no matter what. Right. And he knows that when he gets out there on the court, he performs, everything will come to him. Right. Right? He doesn't have to go yeah, he's not the most engaging person, seems mm-hmm. like. But I feel like the fact that he's so confident, like when you talk about a confidence, you think of guys like Kobe. Like, I can put Kyrie in that category. Mm-hmm. He's extremely confident with their game. But I feel like Kawhi's is on a different level. Like Kobe showed his mama mentality. Yeah. He labeled it as something. He did all this. Kawhi doesn't even express his emotions. Yeah. But he is a that's what makes him so scared. Killer. Give a damn. He's but, a but that's cold the thing, killer. Right? That's the you thing. Know, but he, that's the thing. It's like people can't hate on him. Like I don't, think there, I don't think there's a player that like. Except Skip Bayless. 
Yeah, but, but that's for leaving the Spurs. Yeah, he's Spurs. like a pro Spurs guy. <laughs> yeah. That's different. You know, you, know, you know what I think Kawhi is, now that I think of it? In a lot of ways, he's like an anti-KD. You know? Yeah. KD came into the league being admired. Yeah. Kawhi came into the league as a nobody. Yeah. He And then he improved every year, every yeah. year. He's, he's, a, he's a come-up story, man. He had the chance to yeah. join LeBron and Anthony Davis in yeah. the Lakers this year. Yeah, yeah. He oh, turned that down. Of course, yeah. He's like, no, I'm going to do yeah. it by myself. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite of what KD, what KD did. Yeah. No, exactly. And that would have, like, every, that every little thing phases KD. You know, he has to go back at critics. He has to respond to, like, yeah. nobodies. Kawhi does not care. No. Like, no. You can talk whatever you want about me. I'm not going to face, I'm not going to move a muscle in my face. Yeah. That's Kawhi. He just 100%. plays ball. That's yeah. a, and I have so much, uh, like, admiration and respect for him because the way he carries himself, he never gets into trouble, right? Other than, like, the Spurs situation, which I thought was really, really weird. Because we don't, none of us know what actually went down. There's no, there's no reports on like why the but, things were that rapid. But that's the thing. Kawhi right. doesn't express himself right, enough for you right, to know. Right. Like you don't exactly. need to. It's, I don't think. It's I about think. Being I think what it was is he just really wanted to play in LA. And no, Mr. Smith says that like yeah, we, 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 like we don't it. know. We don't know what happened in that situation. And and I, I I do feel like he has great surroundings around him to make certain decisions for him. Of course. Um, and 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 you know, long story short, I just think that he's a. I think he, he what makes him so undestructible is because he doesn't show emotions. Yep. Right? Like he like he doesn't get too high, he doesn't get too low. He's always in a constant level. Whenever he gets high, it becomes a meme. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But it's a, in a good yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. In a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, in a good um, way, yeah. Yeah, he never shows an expression. Like you know, he anytime he like scores or you know gets back at someone with scoring or you know getting a steal, he never he never gets too high. And even Kobe did that, MJ did that. Russell, obviously, Russell Westbrook does that all the time. LeBron does that all the time. All the great players do that. What makes him so indestructible and like so, as a competitor, you don't know what he's going to give you. And you don't know how he's going to react. So you actually, it's as a player, it's harder for you to read that person. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that's what makes him so strong. Yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? And he tailored yeah. his game that way too, right? Yeah, when you yeah. talk about his floaters to mm-hmm. his fadeaways, his mid-range game. His right. mid-range game now is massive. His yeah. defense. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, a lot of NBA it's, players say he's, he's automatic from... Automatic. From, yeah. like, you know if he's and now shoot. his his uh, passing mm. game is yeah. a lot better, too. Oh, like, I'm yeah. looking at him play and pass, and before, the only knock in his game was he can't pass. With the Clippers, he's passing, yeah. like, yeah. these yeah. Uh, dishing dimes like crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, how do we want, do do? No, we can talk about it like, as, as a normal like normal way. Do do we want to continue this for an hour or like what do you guys want to do? Uh, just yeah, let's uh, let's. Just, I mean, we're, we're a bit into the season now, yeah. so yeah. since we started talking about the Raptors, um, let's obviously Kawhi left. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into the season now. Um, yeah. Let's do a little season preview. Yeah. How do you think the Raptors are going to do? I mean, we already saw him saw them play a little. Uh, do, where do you think they end up? So the thing is, I have a lot of bets with some. Like, I have a few bets with couple of friends of mine and um, the best one of the best was uh, if uh, so my friend thinks uh, Raptors are going to have a better record than the Lakers and I think Lakers are going to have a better record than the oh, Raptors okay. um, so, there's, so, so there's a lot, a lot of bets going on but uh, honestly I think Raptors um, I'm predicting they're going to be in the fifth seed um, and I think the way they've been playing, they've been playing, honestly, championship basketball. Yeah. Without Kawhi Leonard, yeah. without Danny Green. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Pascal has, oh my God, Pascal has like stepped up. Like He's like making his money. He might win the most improved player yeah, once again. Like, his, 
he's getting his money's worth, man, and uh, and uh, I'm so impressed by his talent and the way he's, he's been able to you know produce. Also, you know Fred Van Fleet, you know like he's he's the X factor. I think he should be winning Most Improved Player of the Year. He could. Um, yeah. yeah, he used to have another kid. What? He needs to have another kid. You know, he, you, you know that joke? Yeah. Wait, he started performing. Wait, he had a kid, yes. He started yeah, performing in the finals once he had a kid. <laughs> he had kid. Yeah. I think Steve Kerr made a joke about that. I hope he doesn't have another kid <laughs> <laughs> during one of our games. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think uh, Raptors in the fifth seed. I don't, I don't think obviously I don't I think they'll yeah they'll make the playoffs and I think in the maybe the first round they'll get out. Um, and I think uh, first or second round, I want to say. I want to give them a little bit more credit. Maybe I'll I'll stick to second round. <laughs> I'll just stick to second round. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think? Um, I feel like Raptors. So with their current squad that they have, I feel like they can take fourth, fourth, fourth yeah. or third yeah. at best case. And it really depends on two people. Again, we talked about it: Freddie and Siakam, right? Yeah. Based off of their development and whatnot. But if the Raptors make a deal for potential players. I'm not going to give names right now. We can talk about that later. But if they upgrade their roster a little bit, specifically at the two-guard spot, I feel like they're very weak. And a lot of strong teams have a nice two or three. Um, A slasher who can defend and shoot the ball. Then they can maybe climb up to like the top three seed, I would say. Uh, I really see the Eastern Conference just being Philly and Milwaukee. Um, I see the third seed wide open. Um, depending on what the Celtics, the Raptors, or the Nets be it. Right. Um, so best case, I would say third. And then worst case, I think they can do fourth. Second round exit. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna do a little bold take. I think, yeah, they fit, end up third seed, and they go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Wow. Wow. I don't think they're going to get to the Finals, but I think they yeah. can make the Eastern Conference Finals because yeah. of how weak the East is. Right. If they were in the West, I think they're first round exit. Yeah. Uh, but in the East, they can okay. make the Eastern Conference Finals because of how Siakam is balling out, right. how Freddie is balling out, right. Kyle Lowry's even balling out again. Yeah. They're playing championship um, basketball. Right? They're playing championship. They're yeah. playing as a team. They have mm. amazing chemistry. They have the championship chemistry, totally. and I think that's what a lot of teams in the East are missing. Yeah. And I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Milwaukee is going to be able to beat them. Uh, again, because uh, they, they have the formula on how to stop Giannis and Milwaukee. Right. Milwaukee's, I don't think they're a better team than uh, last year. The only team I see them having an issue with is Philadelphia, which is why I don't think they're going to get to the finals. Right. But I think, yeah, Siakam's going to carry this team. Lowry's going to carry this team. They're going to play as a team. Right. Uh, and they're going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, now if you guys were to pay top eight uh, Eastern Conference, who would you, who would you rank? Who would you one to eight? One to eight. Okay, I would say, <laughs> so I think Milwaukee can take number the one. number one seed. Okay. I actually feel like they upgraded their team from the previous year. Really? Yeah. Philly at two. Um, I feel, depending, number three, again, I said Raptors can take that. Or I would say Boston. For second? uh, For third. Second is Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I think that is locked. Third, I would pick, um, I'd probably say a Boston could take that, depending on Gordon Hayward's development and Jason Tatum. And And keep in mind that he's coming back from an injury that happened two years ago. Two years ago. So he's going to be more, a lot better now. Right, and Kemba's a good addition. Um, And then Raptors. Fourth, Nets. Nets fifth. Right, uh, and then Nets or Pacers. I would say for fifth. You have to pick one. So I would probably pick Nets, okay. then Pacers, then Pacers, and then what? There's seventh and eighth yeah. left, right? Seventh and eighth. I feel it's wide open um, between Orlando. Between I feel Atlanta could make a push with Trey Young. 
Um, that's a that's nasty a, team. Right? I feel like Atlanta is a good team. I think they're still young. I, I feel like they can squeeze into yeah. the seventh or eighth seed team. So I would say eight, the Hawks. What are you guys? Uh, what about what do you guys feel about Pistons? No, I'm not. not, not the, that's the thing about the East. Like it's, I think it's much easier to predict one to seven at least for the West right. than it is for the East. Because mm. East, every team is so bad. Yeah. Anyone, any of them could make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, other than the top yeah. three, everyone I feel else. Like is no, those. like no yeah. one's watching the East. Yeah, no, not really. It's, yeah. Wide open. it's nothing. Like I don't yeah. even know why they have that format of Western and Eastern Conference yeah. anymore. Like East this year is just so garbage. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's really no point. So I mean, yeah. yeah other than the top three, which for yeah. me would be uh, probably Milwaukee. Philly. I think it will get better when Katie comes back. Yeah, yeah but that's next year, yeah. not that's this year, year, right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, other than Milwaukee, Philly, one and two, I put Raptors three, and then four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know who's gonna be there. I think mm-hmm. uh, Hawks make the playoffs mm-hmm. because of the way Trey Young is balling yep. out. Yeah. Um, Nets probably make the playoffs because the East is weak. I mean, I don't, I don't right. see how they don't. They have Kyrie. Yeah. Um, who else? Maybe Magic. Magic, yeah. They have, Magic have Vujicic. Yeah. You know, yeah. They have, Aaron, they have Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Gordon yeah, Ross. Yeah, Ross. T. Ross. Uh, Ross yeah, yeah. The, the same way they made it last yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. Celtics, with, uh, they're, yeah, they're a decent team yeah, with Kemba. Yeah. They're going to sure. make it. So if you had to rank, if you had to just like just how you how Ryan did it, one to, one to eight, how would you pick? I'll pick Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Philly, first. Raptors, okay. Celtics, okay. Nets, Hawks, Magic. Magic. Um, I have one, one more left. What other teams are even there in the East? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Pacers, yeah. Pacers. Oh, Oladipo's, Oladipo's, Oladipo's going to be back in February. So that's a, that's a long time to go. Yeah, yeah but so. I feel like they still have a solid team. Yeah. They could, they could push for it. I, I'll put, I'll put uh, Pacers, Pacers in the, at, the, at, the, at the end. Mm, it's not even exciting to talk about the East. We're going to talk about yeah. the West. Now, now, now I'm going to the West. Uh, yeah. Now, Ryan, what do you think about the West? Wait, hold up. You didn't talk about your one. Oh, tonight. my East? Yeah. Yeah. You're asking me? Okay. Um, I actually think Philadelphia will be number one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Forget, one team I forgot, Miami. They're definitely Miami. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot Miami. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you. Tyler, Hero, Kendrick, Nunn, oh, Jimmy Butler. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. They're in the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. Definitely. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like sixth or seventh Miami. I was surprised when I was, when I was hearing you guys. I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, why yeah, are they Take out the Miami? Magic, put the Miami here in the playoffs. Or Pacers, yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah. For season record wise, I, I believe it's going to be Philadelphia first. Uh, second would be Milwaukee. Third would be Boston. Fourth would be I want to give it to uh, Raptors. Uh, fifth, I want to say I want to say the Pistons actually. Interesting, really? Yeah, Interesting. because uh, I think Blake Griffin's going to have a good year, even though he's injured right now. I think Blake Griffin and Drummond, it's, it's gonna, they're, they're pretty good duo, and I think they can dominate um, with, uh, yeah, with, the, with Ridge Jackson and all those guys. Um, uh, what am I, sixth? So yeah. sixth, uh, sixth, I want to pick Orlando. Seventh, I want to pick Miami. And eighth, I want to pick Indiana. Okay, that's, yeah. a good, that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I think I would put Miami much higher, actually. Yeah. I think Miami for yeah. me might actually end up as like a fourth or fifth seat. Ooh. So Miami, they're slipped, a really good team. Slip my mind, yeah. I feel like yeah. Miami could yeah. take the fifth seat potentially, yeah. overtaking Brooklyn. Like their rookies are yeah. really they're rookies, good. but and then they have Jimmy Butler. They have a lot of depth. Drogic and Bam, Bam Adebayo, he's playing crazy defense. He's like an early defensive player of the year. Kind of Winslow right. as well as a strong yeah. defender, wing mm-hmm. defender. So I think yeah. they can do that. Um, oh, actually, 
Dude, I, I know you mentioned Nets. Yeah. yeah, Nets. I think Nets will make the playoffs. What do you guys think? Yeah, they're in the East. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel yeah, like yeah, no, so I didn't put the Nets. So I kind of want to change. Yeah, actually, I will bump Indiana Pacers out, and I will put Nets. Yeah, as uh, on the eighth. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I would bump yeah. the Pacers yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I'll bump the Pacers. Yeah, Oladipo yeah. doesn't yeah. come back for yeah. a while. So. Yeah, yeah. No. Atlanta's doing good though. I think Atlanta will be good. But I, I think, think Atlanta's the But I think yeah, yeah. I think it's a sleeper team. But I think Atlanta's success depends on Trey Young's health for sure. Yeah. I think he's very injury prone. He's he's not he's not like he's not he's tiny. He's uh, yeah. comparatively to other other you know obviously other yeah. players. So he's, he's very small. So I think he's more injury prone. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so we're going to get into the West. West Maybe we should talk about the West on a separate segment. I feel like we can talk about the West for quite some time. Let's, let's, let's do a quick just, one, just, two, eight. Just a, just a ranking. We'll, we'll go we don't have to depth. go in depth. Yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. just go into like what you guys think. And then okay. I feel like that that will be a yeah. way for us no, to talk about. the East. We can't yeah. leave yeah. it at the East. For, for the next thing. Oh, next why'd you pick number one? Why'd you pick number two? <laughs> okay. They're doing, and okay. You have to back it up. So right. maybe we can have like, a, like the first segment. Yes. We can have it as, you know. Yeah. As uh, yeah, the first episode yeah. of the podcast. Just say whatever you want. Just the ranking. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So West. So West. So I have Clippers sitting at one. Okay. Um, yeah. I feel like Denver can keep the two seed. They're a strong team. They're a good yeah. season team, in-season team. Um, I feel like number three, Rockets can take it. Wow. Right? Okay. I feel they're a very strong in-season team. Postseason, I feel like they will struggle. You'll see their flaws. Okay. Uh, I have Lakers going fourth. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think Lakers, they, they could have some injuries coming throughout the season. AD mm-hmm. right now with a shoulder injury, struggling, right? If he continues to play through it, great. Yeah. Um, but I feel like season in season they're going to take it easy yeah. and try to dominate in the playoffs. Right. Um, I have fifth going. Okay, my apologies. Actually, third I wouldn't take Rockets. I'd actually take the Utah Jazz. Okay, at third. Cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. Then I would put Lakers. Then Rockets. Yeah. Actually, okay. uh, I think Lakers fourth. have the fourth locked yeah. in. Right. And I think Rockets could take that. Okay. Um, the sixth seed. Uh, I feel like the Spurs could squeeze in there. They're mm-hmm. always those teams that, you know, amazing coaching, Pop yeah. the Fitch, they have Sounds a good, good team. Yeah. Uh, the seventh, uh, who am I missing? Uh, for seventh and eighth. Oh, Blazers, I think, can take the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. And then I feel wow. like every season they're either really good I, yeah, or really I, bad. I feel bad for the Trailblazers, man. Like, they never get the credit. They're every, always every middle of the time. The thing time. is, they're always that mediocre team. They're not bad enough to shit on them. They're not good enough either. They don't up their squad really that significantly. Yeah, they don't They don't change as much. That's the problem. They had a chance last year. But no one gives them enough credit, man. Every time, every season. If you're going to get swept by Golden State without KD, like, I don't... You yeah. don't deserve any credit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was without Katie, right? That was without Katie. And then um, the eighth. The eighth, I feel like it's wide open, but I think a team that I'm liking so far is Phoenix. Yeah, I think they yeah. can squeeze in. They've been a surprise Or yeah. New Orleans, depending how Zion comes back. Oh, right. I feel like yeah, the, the eighth is a toss-up between it's, it's those tough. two. Yeah, that's that's the thing about the West. It's so, like... It's so stacked. Like yeah. every team could literally make even the, the totally. nine Except Golden ten State. seed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, initially I thought Pelicans were it was gonna be really good, um, but I, I don't. I don't know. Now, now I don't know anymore. Mm, uh, I, they I, just seem. They just seem too young and too inexperienced. And yeah, um, yeah they, they don't. Just, like, they don't have an identity. Yeah. Yet. They're still trying to. But they have the they right did. pieces. They Zion, no, but they have the right pieces. I feel like they, they have, have pieces, the right pieces. I, I feel like in three maybe to five three years. to four. Yeah, three to four years, they'll be exciting to watch because yeah. I think they'll they'll develop if they keep that core. Yeah. I mean, you have Zion, which is like, you could comparably obviously don't compare to LeBron, but in, in the sense like in terms of domination, like you could you have that. You have if he's one, one of the best, like you know, 
could be one of the best point well, guards. Rookies, in the league, I actually think right? they had the most successful yeah. draft class. Yeah, this oh, hundred percent. And like, Brandon Ingram, he's a, he's another like you Brandon know Ingram, he could be yeah. he was projected to be another KD in the past, but I don't know. He's I playing pretty good though. Yeah, he's playing good. Yeah. yeah. What how do you about, think? How about what, you guys? What about yeah. Uh, okay, so for me, similarly, I'll have Clippers number one. Okay. Um, I will probably go with Lakers number two. Okay. I'll have Rockets number three. I'll take Denver number four. Then there's gonna be the Utah Jazz. Interesting. You guys never. So you didn't pick uh, Golden State Warriors. No. Well, with Steph Curry <laughs> out, I feel like yeah. yeah, we're we're literally recording this the day after Steph Curry <laughs> <laughs> dislocates his or fractures his wrist. Yeah, yeah. they're not making the playoffs. They're, <laughs> they're getting trashed by thirty points on the first quarter by yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. with Steph. Yeah. So, so there's, there's like no hope yeah. there anymore. So you uh, said fifth was Denver. Fifth Denver. Okay. Sixth Trailblazers. Um, and then you have, I think the Spurs make the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah. Because um, yeah. they have DeJounte. Yeah, they always make the playoffs. They, yeah, they the have playoffs. a strong team. Yeah. And for the eighth spot, I'll actually pick Dallas. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Luka and KP. Yeah, 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 They're doing pretty well. Yeah, I was going to pick, yeah, pick Dallas. Yeah, I picked Dallas. Well. I know Minnesota started off pretty well, but they're not going to, they're, they're going to fall because yeah. they have Andrew Wiggins. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you have Wiggins on your team, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how well you're going to do. Gonna Cats versus Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the fight they had yesterday. Oh man, Joel. Like I, I don't like Joel with that much, that, that that much. But his troll game is amazing. It's, it's crazy. Like his. I, I, I love how he's like he's like oh uh, Jimmy Butler. I missed out on the third string, uh, uh, third string players. You know how Jimmy Butler yeah, last year. Yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. Jimmy comments underneath. He's like, "Thanks for involving me in this." <laughs> oh, he actually commented. He actually oh, commented. No <laughs> I gotta check that out. It's so funny. Yeah, but yeah, so that would be it. I think the eighth spot is wide open between Phoenix, Dallas. You guys both had a solid list, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, um, I want to go with uh, Denver as first. Yeah. Yeah, Denver as first. Yeah, Um, their season as well. You know, like they, they, they. Jokic. Yeah, they they proved themselves last year. So Denver first, and I think. The second would be Lakers, a little biased, but <laughs> second would be Lakers. Third would be I want to give it to um, uh, Spurs. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, third would be Spurs. That's uh, a hot take. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fourth would be Clippers. Um, fifth would Spurs be Spurs over Clippers. Yeah, we'll get into it next time. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I think I think it'll. I think they're still going to take some time to gel. And I think Clippers are going to be obviously playoff dominant. But in terms of season, I don't know how well conditioned they're going to be. Um, <clears throat> uh, fifth, uh, did I say fifth? Sorry, I think yeah. it was fourth. Yeah, fourth, yeah. So fifth, uh, I want to give it to... Um, ooh, that's going to be hard. Uh, fifth, uh, Trailblazers. Sixth, Dallas. Seventh... Um, Seven, seven. Do you mention Rockets? Oh, I forgot Rockets. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Actually, yeah, I'll give seven to to the Rockets. That low? Yeah, wow. yeah, because I don't think I I generally believe that uh, Harden and Westbrook will will do us great. To go Jazz either? Yeah. No, I think Jazz Jazz looks great right now, but they just have Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell. That, Mike Conley has been pretty bad. Donovan Mitchell is a good okay. pickup. Yeah, I think Rudy I, Gobert, yeah, defensive player. I think they'll be for sure. Eighth. Eighth. 
Interesting. Interesting. We can uh, get into why we made our picks yeah. on the next episode. Next episode. Yeah. Three balls. I think yeah, this, this has been pretty. This has this been long is enough. Good. This is yeah, <laughs> yeah, quite great, long actually. It's been, uh, it's been an hour and thirteen minutes. Wow. Well, I, I hope wow. people actually sit through the whole thing. And if yeah. you have sat through the whole thing, yeah. we really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Appreciate Thank the you. support. That means we're doing yeah. something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe, like, <laughs> share, share with your friends. That's that's a wrap on our first that's episode a wrap. of the podcast. Yeah. All right, three All right, balls. Three balls. We, should, we, should, we should create a ritual or something, you know, do something at the end or like we should start off with something. You know what I mean? We will. We'll, we'll, it's, we'll, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Work in progress. If, yeah, uh, yeah. if, if uh, for, the, for whoever's listening to this, if it's yeah. cringeworthy, give us some time. Yeah, we'll yeah. get better. And give us suggestions, you know, like maybe we should suggestions, you know, yeah, do something. That, awesome. If you have any sponsorships in mind, bring <laughs> that up yeah. too. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Yes. Adios. Three balls. Three balls. Three balls. Go. Tuning up. All right.